0: Everybody, welcome to episode two hundred and forty of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film and more. I am one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont.
1: I'm another host, Paul Robinson, and today we have a very special guest back in our, on back, the show, going back to the indie. Yeah, back to the indie roots, as it were. Um, and uh, go, why don't you, before we get started, why don't you go ahead and re- introduce yourself?
2: Uh, yeah, my name's Peter Ferris, and uh, I'm on the Go Gorilla podcast. <laughs> <today>. <laughs>
0: So um, I had found uh, your film on, uh, is it Guafi? Mm-hmm. I had found the, uh, your film on Short of the Week, I believe. Mm-hmm. Cool. And um, I've been meaning to go back to like, look, just going through people's movies and, and watching stuff. And um, I'm going to find a nice way to say this. Hmm. <laughs> um, it's sometimes a challenge to find a nice quality film visually cinematography wise Mm -hmm. grading wise um and it was the first thing that stuck out to me because the the film just starts which i love right it's just there's no like fiddle faddle about it we're just like we're just gonna start the film and um one of my favorite things about um who was your dp by the way
2: uh his name's tyler weinberger and he also colored it too nice okay
0: so um The first thing that I noticed was uh, that we've struggled with is it's really difficult to get a nice shot in a car because you're so restrictive. Where do you go, right? You're either Mm -hmm. like you got a windshield in front of you. So if you don't have the funds to pop out a windshield, which most of us in the indie world don't, you really don't shoot from the front because then you're having to go through the glass. And so it's like you film from behind the side. That's usually what you do. But Mm -hmm. he had this really sweet angle where like you weren't you were just in between and it was really personal. Um, that conversation was awesome, and um, uh, I forget the actress's name. She was in Inventing Anna, right?
2: Yeah, Alexis. Alexis, boy. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I recognized her right away. Oh, um, cool! Yeah. And uh, I just I I loved the angles. I loved you know the story starting and going back into that that same topic at the end. And um, mm-hmm. what was what was the inspiration for that?
2: Um, well, it's all pretty. I mean obviously it's not totally reality but it's based on some truth for mm-hmm. sure and um uh Alexis very much plays me in this uh in this short um and the other actor Sawyer uh she plays a version of a friend of mine
0: mm-hmm.
2: who uh who passed away last year and this the, the short's pretty directly inspired by um my thoughts and feelings in the aftermath of that friend passing away. And so a lot of the conversations are, you know, it's not as if they're word for word things that were talked about, Mm -hmm. but um, they are definitely kind of combinations of real conversations that were had or things that felt uh, that that had actually happened. Yeah.
0: So a year. So that's, that's pretty fresh. That's, yeah, that's that's a really short time to kind of process yeah. that and then create. I mean, that's kind of the best time also, right, I guess, because you're yeah. in that moment and that's part of the healing process, I would assume.
2: Yeah. And I mean, uh, our condolences one of my as well, I didn't even realize oh, yeah. it was that oh, totally. short. That's really it's yeah. crazy. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Um, and definitely one of my intentions with the short was to. Make it immediate in the immediate, mm-hmm. you know, because one thing with film as opposed to Almost pretty much any other art form is it definitely you know takes a long time right more than almost anything. Yes. And so it's really hard to make something that's very immediate and fresh. In the mm-hmm. same way that if you went through some kind of experience and you have these emotions you want to process, you could like come home and write a song instantly or Paint a you know, draw something or, something. Yeah. or pick, whatever. And it's it was interesting how the script I wrote pretty in the immediate you know and the script felt very immediate. But then by the time you get to the editing process you know it's been months and maybe yeah. and even though that's pretty quick for a short film it's still enough time for your emotions to change mm-hmm. over time and so it was interesting to see how the the intentions behind the short and the feelings behind the short like slowly evolved over the process of making it mm-hmm. um, but yeah i was trying to make it as quickly as possible because i just felt really the emotions felt really present and necessary and so i wanted to like make it well all of that was present and i didn't want to like wait too long right yeah Mm -hmm. what was the
0: what was the process like um in making it did you have all your connections with the cast and crew already or
2: yeah i mean it was a super low budget short more so than anything i've made in a long time and um uh the crew was very small and they were almost other than one person they were all friends of mine Mm -hmm. um and most of them were also friends of uh young who's the name of my friend who passed away mm-hmm. and so we're eager to be a part of it and to help out it's like truly
0: um, a passion project when people say yeah. that yeah like oh, legit yeah. but
2: i was gonna say like it's... not in a
0: way to cheat people out of money but literally a passion project yeah
2: and for everybody not you know yeah. like yeah. the the ac the dp they all were friends of, of young's and yeah. it felt important to them yeah
1: it's so it's so it's nice to see, not nice, but like it's in, in a in a world that can be totally commercialized. Mm-hmm. It's so nice and refreshing to see that this is taken on uh, the art form that it is, right? Where it's, it's not, you know, there's nothing wrong with making a film that's just cool and fun. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's also important to make stories that, or to tell stories that have a message and have something to say and um you know that that resonate mm-hmm. with a lot of people you know there's people that can relate to that almost everybody can relate to that in some way right because mm-hmm. people don't yeah. live forever and so whether it's untimely or or whatever it's 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 just kind of um we're so, we're grateful as as viewers to be able to be taken on this experience and to kind of be let into this this kind of place of yours that is very um, emotional and it's very kind of, um, still raw, I'm sure. Um, so we appreciate that. And it's just refreshing to, to know that there's people out there that are willing to be vulnerable like that.
2: Yeah. Thank you. Um, I definitely, I've got a lot of nice feedback from, from people, you know, who I didn't know, who felt like they related to the feelings behind the short, which was nice because when I was feeling the feelings that uh, like myself, it Mm -hmm. felt like, you know, extremely isolating it felt like you yeah. know you know even though mm-hmm. I had all these other friends who were grieving with me the particular relationship I had with this friend was um, different than anyone could really relate to and so that's yep. kind of why I wanted to make this short because it's about more than just grief or like loss you know there's especially whenever someone passes away from suicide which is the case in this mm-hmm. in this story you know there's a lot of unsaid stuff there's a lot of closure that's not there there's mm-hmm. a lot of mixed emotions beyond just missing someone mm-hmm. and there was some more stuff to our particular context as well that just there was a lot that needed to be resolved and mm-hmm. so um it felt nice to have people connect with what I had made and what we had all kind of put together yeah was uh, was cool yeah
0: I think the really beautiful thing about the story is also you know there's always the um the temptation to overwrite and overtell a story and how much do I want to spell out for an audience um not knowing the specifics of the story it was obvious uh-huh. that um you know this this character had passed from suicide without it being so obvious you know it, yeah. it was just um it was very subtle in that way and and it adds a different spin to it and um i don't know just i thought the dialogue was really beautiful i thought that that moment of um you know talking about what you envision and you know, where you where you see yourself spiritually either in this world or in in the next or whatever you're you're to trans, transform to if if that is mm-hmm. what you know someone believes in um but it, it just uh I love the, I just love the last line it that it was just so beautifully ended you know and uh I Thank I it, it stuck out I mean honestly we've been to tons of film fests for for our film, and you know we we always sit there and we're like, I watched this movie, and I was like, why don't we ever see this movie at the film fest we
2: go to? Oh, wow, you know? thank you.
0: Like we, you know, we we'll watch something, and we're like, what was this movie about? And they're like, oh, it was about a guy who it has a cash register and it sings, and it's like.
2: Mm. Mm, okay, <laughs> you know,
0: <you're> like.
2: <laughs> Honestly, though, that would sell. That <laughs> <Exactly. Yeah.
0: laughs> and you're like, right, 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 okay. And then you know, you, you people go up on stage, and they're like, oh, well, we didn't light it because we didn't have any lights, and we didn't have anything. We're like, right, mm-hmm. okay. Like, where'd you come up with the story? Like, well, I was really high one day, and you're yeah, like, got yeah. it, got it. <laughs> you know, um, and, and and those things can be fun so, too right. when I they're when say. they're done correctly, obviously. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Um, I just loved how just it was a straightforward story. And you know, it's it's like, you know, we eat with our senses, right? Something can look we eat with our eyes, right? But if something doesn't taste good, it doesn't matter how beautiful it looks, right? It's about the sustenance that you get from that. And but with film, it's visually instantly. Mm-hmm. You know, we always talk about the importance of lighting, the importance of sound and, and you know, helping people stay in the moment. If your if your lighting is terrible, then you're gonna lose people, they're gonna lose their yeah. interest. And I'd imagine, you know, I, it's it's sort of a, a fine it's a fine line right because you don't want to become so hooked onto all the tiny little details that you lose the story but those things yeah. are important uh, but I so much so that I have to admit like I that was the first thing that hooked me in you know it's just like this yeah. looks beautiful
2: you know I got to say it's it's a compliment to Tyler the the DP yeah because you know there's only one shot that has a light in it in, it, in that whole short and um, mm-hmm. we just which like that uh we just picked locations Mm -hmm. that had good natural lighting Mm -hmm. and made sure we shot at the right time of day Mm -hmm. and it really did the trick i mean because we had the benefit of having a crew that was like you said a passion project they wanted to work on it so we could really schedule i think we shot over four days and only like five hours a day or something like that so we were just scheduling based on the times we wanted to be in the locations which normally that would make your budget be, you know, three times what yep. Yep. you know you're you're trying to make it. Like normally, a short this this long probably would have shot in two days. So it allowed us to uh, to work without much lighting because um, we could just make sure that locations were right and that the time of day we we filmed were were was correct. So like for that car scene at the beginning, mm-hmm. you know, we just found a storefront that was closed but left their lights on and had really bright lights you know, and we just parked in the parking lot facing the like, mm-hmm. the storefront. And we had some lights with us that we like just little battery powered, you know, things and we didn't end up using any of them just because it ended up looking really good. It <laughs> looks very lit, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, but basically, that storefront acted as like a, you know, big ass light that we were right. Yeah, Yeah.
1: Yeah, we've come across that situation so many times where it's like, you have all this gear, and you're ready to go. And then you start, you know, you start with your lighting, however, you're gonna whether it's, you know, whatever, and you're like, it already mm-hmm. looks good. Like, Am I, am I doing something wrong because I feel like it's already like, am I too not seeing this? It's just too yeah. easy for some reason or, <laughs> yeah. you know, so, um, you're like, this
2: should be harder. This should yeah, be harder. Yeah. <laughs> so Why sometimes,
1: and then other times it's like, no matter what you do, it doesn't look good. You know, there's, mm. You're, just, yeah. you're yeah. fighting with the location or the <laughs> logistical aspect of it. It's not big enough for the mm-hmm. light you need, or it's, you know, too dark and the light isn't bouncing anywhere or whatever it is, you know, it's
2: what
0: about yeah. the, the scene in the, in the storm drain? Mm -hmm. how how did that work
2: yeah um well the whole kind of second half of the movie is all like a blue hour and Mm -hmm. so that's also why we shot over four days so that we could you know shoot a blue hour for four days and um you don't have much time for that (laughs) i know i know well the stuff that's actually inside the drain when it's facing uh we're shooting during the day Mm -hmm. and you know you just don't see outside the end of the pipe right um but the the shots of her like on the bridge and like walking down towards the drain and stuff were all shot at blue hour. And, you know, just inherently looks so beautiful because yep. the locations are nice. The, I think the, and, and then the, the sky just looks, you know, lovely. Yeah. And yeah. Um, yeah, but that was a little stressful then. You know, it's like, OK, we, you know, you always have so little time to get the shots. Yeah. And um, but yeah, the storm drain stuff, I, I really liked how that turned out. That location, uh, I just saw while I was driving
1: I saw like a pipe opening, and I mm-hmm. was looking for one. Then you got and the just pull- then you got the proper permits, and yeah, we, and of everything. course we had the proper permits. <laughs> yeah,
2: the pipe
0: permits. Uh huh. Yeah.
2: We got every everything was done on the books. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: wink, wink.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, and it just happened to be a, a very accessible pipe. It was a little freaky the, <laughs> it was a little freaky the first time I scouted it by myself. I was like walking into it, like scaring myself a little. You yeah. Know? But uh it, it, it turned out it looked exactly like what I what I was hoping for. Mm-hmm.
0: That's immediately what I thought when I was like, Oh, they're really shooting inside of a pipe. Like I don't know <laughs> like I would have been like what was options. that? What was yeah, that? But,
2: yeah, I know. It was cool.
1: Yeah, but I I, I feel
0: like um, Blue Hour is one of my favorite. I mean, look, Magic it's Hour a bit is of a
1: misnomer, right? Yeah. I mean, it would be nice to have a whole hour. But, yes, you know. <laughs> but you
0: don't. It's
2: like 30 minutes yeah. at most. You know.
0: Blue 20 minutes tops. Yeah. 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 Um,
1: yeah.
0: I mean, look, we love Magic Hour, right? But I feel like sometimes people will just rely very heavily on the yeah. fact that it's like, oh, it has this beautiful look. And then there's really no substance to what you're actually filming because you're just relying on the, the aesthetics of it. Um, mm-hmm. Blue Hour is my favorite, but it's always something we're – we we i have to avoid when i write a script because i'm just like there's no way we're going to get that whole scene <laughs> done i just especially with different yeah. angles we got I mean, four totally. people in a scene there's no way we're getting four angles of this we're going to run out of light and um so i was i was really curious um I, you know i looked i was like is this is this in blue hour i was like i i wonder if they somehow um like did did you just like magically Jordan peel this and figure out how to make <laughs> right. like day for night look amazing? <laughs> um but uh yeah that that that's the storm drain was it was really it was it was pretty to look at and then also sort of um it was going to be like corny but it was just really haunting right because you don't yeah. know mm-hmm. where you're going in that. It's just yeah. sort of like uh you know cheese ball I'm going to be, but I just looked at it as like it was, you know, there's the, the initial, um, just the, 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 initial, um, sort of interest in the unknown, right? Cause you can't see what's going on there, but then also like it created, um, for the, the subject, it created this lack of distraction, well, you're just yeah, literally definitely. in the dark, and you're mm-hmm. having to forced to sort of go through these emotions without anything else around
2: you. Yeah, and, and definitely, you know, it's like she is making this choice to enter into this kind of unknown, scary space. That mm-hmm. throughout the, I mean, you know, it's a short film; it's only a couple minutes, but throughout the the majority of the film, she's kind of there's a lot of moments where the the kind of painful, sensitive thing that she's feeling gets poked at and she pushes away that poke because it hurts to poke at it you don't want to Mm -hmm. think about it you Mm -hmm. don't want to you know process those emotions you don't you know you don't have to really confront what you're truly feeling you know um and you know maybe there's like three moments of that getting poked and her rejecting it and then in that kind of choice of entering this the storm drain she's kind of like all right let's let's see what i'm feeling like let's actually process it let's look at it and instead of just kind of trying to avoid it and so I feel like her going into a very different kind of environment does like a good job of physically showing her making that choice mm-hmm. to do something scary and to like, you know, to, to face the the feeling she's feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also, you know, works with the kind of fantasy ish aspect of the reincarnation and like mm-hmm. the big frog right. and stuff to enter into like a, a, another world, sort of to have the conversation that she can't have in reality. Right. Right.
1: Yeah. So I'm curious as to like um the production of it like is there is there challenges that you came across and like how did you overcome them and like is there stuff you learned from the 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 technical side of it all and and all that We're like yeah yeah stuff?
0: yeah what went wrong? <laughs> well, no, I'm just—I'm curious because it's
1: Actually, like every yeah. film is an experience, yeah. right? And you learn. Yeah. And I'm always curious as to what people learn in the process mm-hmm. of making stuff.
2: Yeah. Um, like I said, this was like a much lower budget short than anything I'd done in a while, and. Um, but so it was a small crew, which I really liked, mm-hmm. and a lot of the pre-production was just me and the DP Tyler. Going around locations and prepping stuff. And um, yeah, I don't know. In terms of production for this one, honestly, everything went fairly smoothly. I think it was nice that uh, it was nice that it was small, and I felt like no one really knew I was making it. It felt very much I was just doing this. Very, it was very personal, of course, mm-hmm. and very much like I was doing it for me. So, from the production standpoint, it felt kind of like almost lower stakes. I guess, mm-hmm. and the, the 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 stakes that felt higher were definitely more personal, um, as opposed to the, like the logistics of it. It was more like I was very, um, you know, I didn't want to fuck it up, right? Because yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I barely, it felt really. I mean, yeah, it would be. It would have felt really terrible to have finished this short and felt like I didn't. I probably wouldn't have released it if it wasn't really good. Right. And right. I'm not saying that it's like, you know, I mean, honestly, it's probably the thing I'm most proud of that I've made. And I think because it is very personal it mm-hmm. makes and it makes me feel more proud of it. Um, but I think if it would have been, even if it would have turned out good, but not had the exact, like, emotions that I wanted behind it. You know, sometimes, like, you make something and then in the edit, you kind of end up changing yeah. it. You know, yeah. if that would have needed to happen, and even if it turned out into a good short, but it wasn't, like, the short that I, that represented my feelings, I probably would have never released it because it felt so i would have just felt wrong you know and and especially knowing that there was a lot of stakes knowing that like uh you know like young's family would watch this and like my friends would watch this and like people who know you know and uh, yeah and so it was um it felt very personal to uh to shoot it it with people around i felt like everyone was it felt like the actors were like reading my diary Mm -hmm. out loud you know what i mean and like everyone's sitting there on set and i'm like looking around like who why are you guys listening to this? You're not supposed to hear this. Yeah, yeah. Um But yeah, I guess that's not really a production answer. So I uh
1: Well, but yeah, I mean to your point, I think it sounds more like, you know, it's a small personal project and so the 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 stakes are in the emotion of it. Right. And yeah. so you you have mm-hmm. You have the flexibility because you have, you know, friends or access to equipment or whatever. So that's not Mm -hmm. uh, that's not a liability necessarily um, in terms of like if it doesn't turn out right or whatever. So um, and everything went smoothly. So I can certainly understand the uh, the stakes of that being different, you know, whereas when you shoot a a quote unquote normal film, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, there's. The, the stakes are usually monetary right where it's like we have to keep the sh- the production as to as few mm-hmm. days as possible because we're paying people per day and blah 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 but this sounds like you know um a different thing because it's you know it's your personal i mean look they're all all the films are personal in some way but this one this one more so so it makes sense yeah i mean,
2: I mean... personal in that like i mean yeah everything you make is going to be relatively personal of course but this was the first time i made something where it felt like I'm the character. Like, I'm yeah. very directly, it's a one-to-one. And so, if something was, you know, not done, and which is, almost was a little bit stressful from a directing standpoint because you want to have, you want to have, you know, flexibility with things on set to adjust and for the actor to bring something to it, you know? Like, usually that's, I mean, collaboration is my favorite part of film. It's mm-hmm. why I do it. Mm-hmm. But I, I, you know, talked to the actors ahead of time and I was like, for this, there, I felt like there were certain ways it kind of had to be, you know? And, and. That was kind of tricky to direct from a place of kind of rigidness, almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Right. Which is not usually how I would work at all. Right. And from a production standpoint, the hardest aspect, uh, I, I thought of it as you were talking, was definitely casting the character mm-hmm. who played the like my friend equivalent. Mm-hmm. The you know, um, because, I mean, I, I had t- self tapes from a lot of different people, and a lot of them were really good. Like, really good actors, for sure. But I just had a exact... I mean, it was very specific what yeah. I yeah. wanted. And it also felt... Um, I felt like I owed it to my friend who had passed away and her family. I don't know. It just felt really high... That felt very high stakes. Yeah, yeah. I needed to get the right person to play that role. And it, it not even just, like, a good actor, but just, like, someone who could really
0: be embody uh, that.
2: exactly what i was yeah. had in mind and in the end that really did work out and it was the one aspect that i didn't think was going to work out so it was kind of last minute that the did the, you have the, to the with cast.
0: it being um essentially i guess like a, more of like a micro budget did you have to deal with like sag and all that or
2: no um and alexis obviously is you know sag mm-hmm. and has agents and all that and we didn't. Don't do worry, no yet, one listens. So. listens yeah. No, I, I, you know, I. <laughs> Her ask, agents know, knew about it, and you know, but it was, oh, okay. yeah.
0: yeah, I, I ask just because, yeah, it, it's you know, um we've had actors where, that that were SAG, and and we were like, look, we, we just we we don't have the money to deal with like going through all that, and mm-hmm. they're like, it's fine, I'm just going to do it anyway. We're like, all right, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like uh, yeah, and I think. Um, Going back a little bit, you had said that it it kind of felt like people were reading your diary. It's so funny that you mm-hmm. said that because when I saw the film first and and then I showed him and he's like, "What kind of film is it?" I said, "It's like a visual diary." If I had oh, to wow. explain okay. it, cool, yeah. Especially because that like the scene once they get into the pipe, it was yep. like, yeah, it feels like if a diary were a film, that's what it would look like. Um, And, and one of our biggest, one of my my biggest struggles as a writer with writing shorts is that there's always that like, it has to be the right story. Because if there's a lot of detail, you can't tell it in 15 minutes or under and then Mm -hmm. like you go over and then the film fest is a nightmare because they can't block you at the right places and they don't pick you. And this was a really wonderful example of just something being short and sweet it was as long as it needed to be it got the point across and you could see it's, somebody which is tough very tough yeah you could easily mm. see somebody going like there's so much to unpack here let's make this 20 minutes and i think that that would have been too much i think you would it have lost been. yeah you know you would have lost i think i'm gonna get like all like uh you well, know yeah. symbolic with it but it the 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 loss being through being untimely and through suicide it's sudden, and the film mm-hmm. should end suddenly and be quick mm-hmm. because you don't have that time to go through the ending. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like another, if that story another way to immerse you in that yeah. If that story had been twenty yeah. minutes, it could be like, all right, you know. But the fact that it ends so abruptly is like ah yes, it's over mm-hmm. right. And and mm-hmm. if you have questions they don't get answers be answered because you don't always get answer uh, questions answered yeah. that's life unfortunately yeah mm-hmm. um but we've seen a lot of films like the you know that there's a there's a great story and there's great intention but there's always the the uh the impulse to tell more and i think you told just enough
2: well i'm 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 glad to hear you say that cuz that is one of the things I was definitely thinking about when I was making it Be- because of the personalness uh, of it, right? There's all these things. Well, you know, but I need them to know that like this thing happened and like right. this is important because, of the, you know, because it feels very exposing, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. in a way. And so part of me wants to like give all the details to tell the full story or whatever. Mm-hmm. And definitely the, um, you had, you had commented that the dialogue felt like it gave just the right amount mm-hmm. of detail or something and definitely the first pass was not that way it, was it never is <laughs> yeah. no and, and even what we shot was a lot more and i i trimmed it down and trimmed it down and trimmed it down like there's a scene at the cafe in the beginning where her friend is like talking to her right mm-hmm. and that scene initially had a lot more explanation basically mm-hmm. um even how we shot it and um uh i'm really glad that i got notes to We don't need all that, you know, to trim it down. And there were a couple other scenes that we shot that we also cut. Um, Because I think the initial cut was much longer. And I'm really glad that I cut that stuff out. Even though they were cool scenes and I liked them and they felt important. Really, they, all that, you know, I feel like a good short is really about one moment, you know. And really the whole short is about the conversation at the end in the tunnel. Like Mm -hmm. that's what matters. And so everything should just be serving the purpose of giving that conversation meaning. And like leading us there, you know. Um, But yeah, it's important to you know get notes from people on your cut because they'll tell you you don't need that part. Yeah, and usually, especially right.
1: non-biased, right? People that you yeah, trust exactly. that are not not mm-hmm. uh, that don't have a stake in it, right? And whatever yeah. whatever it is you're telling, whether it's personal or not, you know. And having, you know, and again, it's not. Uh, you that's ha- tough, Because right? you're like this scene ha- is important yeah, to me. You have to really be able <laughs> yeah. to, to. You have to be able to, and that's the, that's the thing about feedback that people kind of. Don't, how difficult it is to incorporate the feedback in, and when to do it and when not to do it. And be able to, because at some level, you still have to separate yourself from the story to, to be able to take the note and, and think about if it's servicing the story. Because you want to tell the story in, in, in the most complete way that you can, which is a natural instinct, but you have mm-hmm. to be able to um, kind of take that, you know, Mile back view of everything, and and kind of see, oh yeah, you know we don't need that because it's redundant, or you know that doesn't really service the ending. Although I feel it's important, you know. So mm-hmm. there's there's a lot mm-hmm. of that that goes on, and that that restraint is, I think, the hardest part of it all.
2: Yeah. Just from that perspective, I you know, I, I totally agree. Yeah, yeah, it's tricky. I you know initially she sees she saw the frog as a small sized frog throughout. course of the short she would Hmm. see it and then get stressed like there was a scene when when she gets kind of stressed out at the cafe because her friend is you know kind of talking too much and she goes into the bathroom she then was sitting on the toilet like with this like just with the seat closed like on her phone looking at like old videos of her friend and then saw the frog like in the toilet Mm -hmm. and like flushes it down the toilet out of instinct and then tries to like fish it out again. It was like this whole scene, which I really liked symbolically and it looked great. It was, you know, the performance was great, but it was kind of like, it's best to just not, just to not see that. You don't need to see the frog any other times. And it kind of gave away from the impact of the ending to like see a frog throughout
1: the the show. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. I think also like, and correct me if I'm wrong, but like when it's something personal like that, right? It's always hard to let go of scenes that imagine. We've done this ourselves. And, but- sometimes but you don't regret making filming the scenes it's like mm-hmm. they had to happen right they're cathartic in their yeah. own way and you're until like
1: until you tell the actor listen 80% it... of your shots are done <laughs> we're taking everything <laughs> yeah. out
0: um but yeah we we and and that's that's the problem is that we had that happen in a film where i took a huge like chunk of of my scene partner out it was one of like where he had the most dialogue, but the scene mm-hmm. just wasn't right. It didn't get filmed properly, and it, it broke my heart to have to cut that out. Um, like from one actor to another, I was like, "I swear it wasn't you. It was just it was us. It's not you. It's me. Really? You know, mm-hmm. like <laughs> we messed up, and and you just happened to kind of get the short end of the stick on that." But um, it still it still serves its purpose in in the journey of telling the story, especially as an actor, right? When you get to go through those definitely. motions. Doesn't make it to it's it's not in the final cut, but it affects how you play each scene out.
1: Definitely.
0: So even though the scene think, before didn't happen, it's yeah. important that I played it to
2: get to this scene. Mm-hmm. It definitely gave Alexis some the the experience of that moment, right? Which is what the character was feeling. And even if we don't see that in the mm-hmm. short. Then in the in the next scene, when she's like, you know, driving in the car or whatever, um, she has more to pull from of where she's coming right. from. You know, she's not just, like she knows because she just experienced what happened right before this, which was this like, you know, struggle that maybe we didn't see in mm-hmm. the short, but that her character experienced. So, yeah, I, I totally agree. There's still importance to scenes that get cut.
0: Do you have uh, do you have plans for another film soon or?
2: Um, yeah, I've. Uh, I don't know about live action, but I've been working on animation stuff for the last, basically, like four years. That's okay. kind of where I've been mainly. I've always kind of been mainly live action, but when COVID kind of came around, I started pitching animated stuff, and mm-hmm. I, I sold a show to Netflix that I was developing with them until they canceled everything, and my show got canceled. Sweet, but um, yeah, but uh, but I have a different show that's in development with a different company. Okay. Um that's like an adult animated series. That's been the main thing I've been working on for the last like year and a half. Nice. Um what style so of animation? Fun. Um it's an adult show. It's kind of like anime adjacent mm-hmm. stylistically. Okay. I don't I'm not like a huge anime person, mm-hmm. but uh it it's kind of detailed in that way, but the drawing style is a little less like in the, you know, there's like a very anime style drawing right. it's not yeah, it's yeah. not quite that it's a little more i don't know something but that's great yeah i've been working on that it has been a, a big thing for me and i also just uh i just published a book that actually comes out on monday and you said this podcast comes out on sunday so yeah. i guess yeah
1: but yeah it's it's Pitch i it. just i just published <laughs> a book you know so we'll have a link check it to out. the book in the in the show notes <laughs> yeah. so check that out um
2: which was really fun to write it's like a a, uh it's a fantasy romance erotica novel okay it's hot it's (laughs) romantic it's fun yeah so that was a lot of fun and it was nice to do something that had no um didn't need any checks of approval you know you don't need any financing from anybody you don't need anyone's approval you don't need you know it's not a film it's just writing it's just me yeah yeah that that was really fun to do yeah,
0: You're like super cool. busy. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How did Somewhat.
1: how did how did all this stuff start for you? Like, what was kind of the catalyst that made you want to tell stories mm. through filmmaking and shows and all that fun stuff?
2: Yeah. Um, definitely for me, my love is with storytelling more than it is with even film specifically, mm-hmm. um, and. When I, I, I've always loved to write and, you know, make comics or, you know, I don't know, the cliche of when I was a kid, I was definitely, you know, directing the stories of everything that I was doing mm-hmm. with yeah. my siblings or whatever. Um, and uh, when I kind of discovered filmmaking as a way of telling stories, uh, I definitely loved it because it combined just so many uh aspects of things I love together. Like definitely music is like my favorite thing. And I really loved how, you know, filmmaking in- includes music and visuals and yeah. sound and like way more going on than just writing something, you know? Um, and yeah, so, and, and really the collaborative part of it is my favorite. Like I couldn't be just a writer. It's too isolating. I <laughs> get love too that. bored.
0: Yeah, I'm the total opposite. I'm just like, yeah. leave me alone. No, <laughs> but I, 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 I admire people that can collaborate. I think it's just, you know, it's just how your brain is wired, whether you work better alone or you work w- better with a group or, you know, maybe mm-hmm. I just haven't met the right writing partner, which could mm-hmm. very, very well be, you know, be the case. But
1: One that just was... does what you say. God, you're <laughs> such a bitch. <laughs>
0: I just I mean, like, I'm always fascinated when I watch a sh- like You watch a show and they're like, oh, there was 12 writers on this. I'm like, how the hell did 12 people agree yeah, on this story? Way. That is crazy to me. I would have like I would struggle, you know, two two people perceive the same thing very differently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that's like the struggle for me is like, okay, I'm looking at it this way. And then someone else goes, well, I'm looking at a completely different perspective. I'm like, all right, well, get out.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, no, I feel how right do, right how right do right. we fix that? I don't know. Yeah, uh yeah. I, I, uh, I'm the opposite. I, lo- I just, I, I really love working with people and being, i'm just being around people. I mean, I have like five placements in Sagittarius in my star chart, so I'm a very social person. And mm-hmm. um I definitely,
1: uh I'm an Aquarius. Love being on set.
0: Moody Capricorn. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm an Aquarius. We just, we don't care about anything. It's just like, it's cool, man. You're just chilling. Yeah. yeah. Um.
2: Yeah. So you know, I really like the collaborative, like, group effort of making a movie is very yeah. satisfying to me. Um, and I like being the one that everyone has a million questions for. Yeah. <laughs> I like. I want to be like kind of stressed out in like a good way. Yeah. 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 yeah I totally yeah, agree with that. I, like
1: that I love when it's just like, what color should this teapot be? It needs to yeah. be blue. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't. be yeah, Any other really, color. Meanwhile, yeah. it really the truth is, matter. I'm like, I don't care. But yeah. You just gotta yeah.
2: Make a decision so you look like you know. You yeah. know what's up. yeah. Yeah.
0: Blue. Well, what shade of blue? Mm. let me let me mull that over great I'll get question back let to me you. think about the
1: character first and then i'll get back to you i'm gonna yeah. need to
0: jump into that for a second yeah. um yeah i i i it was pretty interesting that uh, that we, i got to see this at the time that we that i have because um i didn't know all the personal aspects of it obviously to mm-hmm. you um mm-hmm. but we're i'm in the pro- i finished just finished writing a script and we're now in pre-production for a short that's mm-hmm. um actually personal to me I've never done that before we've been making films for 15 years and I just write fictional stories and Mm -hmm. that you know that's that and uh, so I'm I'm curious how much of what I wrote and I envisioned is actually going to wind up in the end cut I feel like it's going to be very different than I thought it was going Uh to be and it's just uh, gonna just be a, a process of having the experience and going like oh okay I guess that's where this is going now
2: yeah and I feel like there has to be some level of detachment once you're mm-hmm. in the process of making it. Like, definitely, I was nervous going into the first day of shooting because it, nervous in a different way than I would normally be. It was more like... Um, I didn't know how I would maybe react emotionally to, like, directing and re- kind of recreating things that are were, were very sensitive issues to me at the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, and still are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of... I. Uh, the the first the very first thing we shot was um, there's like a couple really quick inserts in the in the short of like two hands grasped together do you know what I'm talking about mm-hmm. and like eventually the hands slip apart and it's this kind of like you know symbolism thing in the main character's head and that was the first thing we shot was like just a close-up of these hands and I was like easy that's that's fine but honestly it was it was hard it was really <laughs> really hard and and um sawyer the actor who was playing um the equivalent to my friend in the in the short i had to uh oh it's kind of emotional for me but i had to i had to direct i had to uh direct her of how to have her hand be you know right yeah. and like what i want I, there was like a sentence i wanted to say to her that was the obvious direction that i just couldn't say like from a personal level it was right. just hurt too much to say i just yeah. wanted to and I can talk about it now, but I wanted to say, like, you know, you're not trying to save yourself. Like, you know, you're just there. You're not trying to, like, grip, you know. And if I would have just said that, it would have been perfect. But I I literally couldn't say it. And yeah. I probably gave the worst direction of my life where I just talked for, like, paragraphs around <laughs> what I wanted to say. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're kind of this and blah, blah. And after that, mo- and you know, and then it works out totally fine. And, she, you know, she totally did the right thing. And it's also just a shot of hands, like, how it's going to yeah, be fine. Yeah. But... After that, I was like, "Okay, I have to not, I have to like not feel Touch. anything while yeah. working on this," and so that's kind of what I did then for the rest of the short. Was I went into like, I don't know, work mode a little bit and yeah. just focused on like, uh, you know, I'm just directing this. Yeah, you know, it's because not because
1: all of that emotional work is done in the writing and and exact work and stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it was a moment of
2: like, it was almost. It's almost funny to think about now, but yeah. uh at the time I was like, if I say this sentence, I'm going to break down on this yeah. set right yeah. now yeah. on the first shot of the day, of first, you know, yeah. I can't do that. Yeah. So,
0: <laughs> was the 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 film well received by their family and
2: Yeah. very 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 <laughs> much so. And I'm and I'm really uh I'm very close with uh Young's mom mm-hmm. and she's uh an amazing person and um
0: That must have been really tough for her to watch though.
2: <sighs> yeah, I mean, she and I talked to her about it well before I made it. we communicated a lot you know she had and she was uh, very uh supportive mm-hmm. and excited about it and uh Young was also a writer and filmmaker oh and, okay um, yeah and uh her, and me and her, I knew her mom from years ago, and she'd seen things I'd directed before, and she was very um. Yeah, she was really supportive and amazing. She's like a very inspiring person. She like climbed Mount Everest like weeks after Young passed away to like put her ashes on like Mount wow. Everest. wow! Yeah, yeah, it was very dramatic. And I was like, "How are you doing this? I can't even process anything." Yeah. Mom. Wow. Yeah.
0: That's an so. amazing way though, like to be able to come full circle as a filmmaker and then be mm-hmm. memorialized in in film and to f- yeah. have someone mm-hmm. express their 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 loss through that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I hope I hope so that also does make it feel like you know high stakes to me i'm like yeah if you're seeing this somewhere i hope you like yeah. it yeah and there's like a little clip of her at the end of the at like the, after the credits uh, I don't know if you saw it. I'll that have to watch of, that again. Oh, I don't think we yeah. saw that. I'll have to There's watch a little like clip during the credits of her talking. She's reading a, a snippet yep. from- oh, oh, no, wait. Way. I, was right. I did see yeah, that. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I yeah. didn't About see it the first
0: time yeah. I watched it, but when mm, we watched yeah. it, because um, yeah, he always likes right. to go through and be like, okay, what did they film on? You yeah, know, like everything. Yeah, the nerd in me is like, what camera do you- Yeah. And yes, we did notice that clip. So is this
2: is this done in the festival run or is it still- uh my opinion on festivals is fuck festivals all I, right, I right on. only been a waste of time to me ever i i in my opinion um but i did th- sorry not to sound so aggressive <laughs> no. but yeah. i just feel like it's you could make the world's best film of all time and it's still going to come down to uh, a who, coin flip who knows or who? variables that have nothing to do with you yes you know i don't have a million dollars to spend on festival submissions and even if i did get into if I get into a festival that's anything but like you know Sundance or like South by Southwest, mm-hmm. like it doesn't really do much. Even I don't know. It just feels. And then especially if like they don't let you put your thing online first, you know, it's like what I'm yeah. going to wait a year and a half yes. to share my short. That's what. That's what's. So I can really get rejected stressful. from ten festivals. Yes. First. Yeah. yeah. That's but that's
0: really stressful. And I think like I I totally understand that, especially with the subject matter. Is that like you made the film. To heal, not to win a popularity contest, so to speak, I guess, right? So yeah. it's like the Film Fest yeah. probably wasn't a priority. Um, it just, I didn't like, mean, to I sound just feel too like. It, <laughs> I'm not no, trying no. to be a hater. I, I get I, totally I just get think it, it would have done so yeah. well. I think that, like, uh, but then again, it depends where, right? You know, and we've talked yeah. about this all the time where Ooh. we we've been in festivals where we've won. And then another festival is like, this isn't even good enough for us to put in the lineup. And it's like, how's that possible? Like, how did we win well, one? And then we're yeah. not even in another one, you know? Um, well, I did
2: submit it to maybe like 10 festivals. Mm-hmm. And so far, it's been only rejections. So that's what I'm saying. It's Seriously? Like, yeah, yeah. And it's honestly, it doesn't even bum me out. It's fine. It's like, it feels like you got to submit to some and ones that feel like, first off, ones you could actually go to. Yeah. Yes. Like, I'm not going to yeah. submit somewhere that I can't, if I can't yes. be there, there's not really a point. Yeah. Ones I could actually go to, ones that, you know, have some level of people know what it is, you know, mm-hmm. like there's going to be people there.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and ones that also like the crew would want to go to. Like to me, a film festival, I submit to film festivals because I feel like the crew wants that, you know, right. the crew yeah. wants to be able to go to something. Um, but I also made sure I only submitted to ones that it didn't matter if it was online because I just wanted to put it out. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? and, and we did put it out and, and it got a lot of views online, which to me is really satisfying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, we've only been rejected. So yeah. I, well, so I'm just gonna. It's I'm gonna, gonna pull my life.
0: foot out of my fucking mouth for a second. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I just, I'm, I'm baffled yeah. by that. I'm like, the first thing I Not thought when look. we saw it, I was like, this is such a film festival film. This is such, a, like, this is this, this One is something would so I would well, want to yeah. see. Like, why don't I see shit like this when we go I've, to film I've festivals? had like, I
1: have a love hate thing with film festivals because we just did like a film festival run with our last film, and the experience was pretty good overall. Mm-hmm. You know, we we met some people there and we had we had fun watching other people's films. Now, mind you, we've well, been we've been well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've I been curating that. film festivals for years and years and years to know which ones are worth it and which ones aren't worth it. Yeah. You know, because there's so many now there's so they're, <laughs> send yeah, me the list. Yeah. yeah. There's so many well. that there's so many that that are just a complete and total waste of time, but yeah. there are like a good, I don't know, 20% maybe, if you're being generous, that like are worth it where the people actually most of the film festivals we go to now or that we submit to we know them in some way you know like we've been to the festival before we know all mm-hmm. the we've usually like we'll end up talking with the people that run it to kind of get a feel for the vibe if they are more like uh doing it from a business perspective or if they're doing it from a, a love of the art perspective uh, mm-hmm. and it's obviously easy to fake that kind of thing but you know for us i'm this year i really kind of came around and enjoying The experience with the other filmmakers in meeting other people and the social aspect of it. You know, Um, the whole competition thing is like whatever. It's all just like whatever film looks the best is usually going to win stuff.
0: Not even. (laughs) You know? Sir. (laughs) You (laughs) You bite your tongue.
1: Yeah. I I mean, I tell you. it's, It's subjective and a crapshoot. But for me, it's the experience of seeing your film with an audience and seeing how they react to it. And then also meeting other filmmakers that. You know, a lot of them are just pretentious, but some of them are pretty interesting people that you can learn from mm-hmm. and maybe even like collaborate with and in growing the network of people that you know. Because our biggest problem has always been we don't know anybody, right? Who the fuck are we? Like it's you know, and through this podcast and through I also film don't Fest, like many people, yeah, so <laughs> we've, we've been able to meet a lot of people and and it's been I don't know it's been really fun for that. Uh-huh. It's yeah, more no, I, like I,
0: you, you get into a room and it's like, why should I watch your film? I don't know yeah like just watch it or don't i don't give a shit you know like i'm not gonna sit here and like pitch myself to you like i can say why you should watch my film and then you don't like it like what Uh, it's all subjective i mean after the conversation there's three that i can recommend but they're east coast so that would all depend you know you'd have to come down Mm -hmm. here but of all the fests that we submit to there's really only three that i would say i could see would like i could totally see this film in um, but I'm taking out my pen. I'm gonna write. Down. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk after. Uh, but uh, it just that the experience, from what I learned from a lot of smaller fests that we went to, like you know, it's like I was always like the kind of outcast, weird girl in school, and so I was like to sit in a corner, observe everybody, and mm-hmm. I still do that. And so it's like I'm sitting, i watching who's talking to who in between films and in other sections. You know, sometimes they do multiple locations, and these people have a relationship. Oh look, they won. What a surprise. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and then it's like we're in the audience, so we can hear the reactions. And this film didn't get big reactions, but they know the the front runners. So
2: mm-hmm. they win. <laughs> you know? And and look, I've, I've definitely had I've definitely had a good time at festivals when I've gone to them. It's not that I am not trying to be like a total hater. It's more mm-hmm. just like, uh it's more just like when I make something, I wanna I wanna put it out. Yeah. I don't wanna wait. Yeah.
1: That's that is a big bummer. And,
2: and I don't want to feel like the the validation it depends on film festivals. As yeah. if mm-hmm. I'm happy with what I made or not. Right, that, well. it's more that I I don't like that that feels like essential that mm-hmm. unless you got into a festival like. I mean, are doesn't. you a
1: filmmaker if you don't have laurels? I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, Prove <it>. but yeah, <laughs> but I have had fun laurels? at
2: festivals in in the in the past. It's just uh, yeah. I also don't feel super. I'm just I'm not I'm not like super. I'm not like a super industry movie guy. Like yes, I don't even yes, really yes, watch yeah. many movies, honestly, I or TV. I mean, I feel like I'm always behind on that. And when people are like, oh, did you see that? I feel like I've seen one of the Oscar-nominated movies, maybe. Right. Yeah. And uh, and it was Top Gun, and I loved it. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's just less of my... I love making the things. I love being a part of the collaboration of it. I love the storytelling process mm-hmm. of it. But I'm, I feel like I'm not so much in that world from yeah. like a... Interact like I don't know. It's less of my space, I guess. But that's more
0: of the genuine passion of making independent film is, you know, Mm if 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 the biggest, um, if the the biggest part of the process for you is that post process of getting into film festivals, then does it really matter what you're filming? (laughs) It doesn't, it could be anything. It's just about getting in there. And so, um, I mean, we, we do, we do it just because it's like, all right, we'll throw this in here. But, um, I do hate that process. Like I, uh, we're like goldfish when we make something, right? We make something, yeah, and before we've even finished editing, I'm like, "What's next?" I don't even care about mm-hmm. this movie anymore, <laughs> because I, yeah, I I've, exp- you know, it's it's yeah. been four months, right from from pre-production to filming it, and and also because we do everything ourselves, so we don't get to just like send it off and then not have yeah. to deal with it. It's like yeah. I have to hear my voice when he's editing something over and over mm-hmm. and over and over again, and I'm like, I hate myself, so yeah. I just want to get. To whatever's next, like I wrote another story, let's do something else. So, to me, yeah. the worst thing is like it's like oh, you make this film and then you have to pitch this out and go to fests for like two years. I'm like two years. <laughs> I'm not gonna give a shit about this movie in two, in two years. Weeks. Yeah. Like, no, I, I yeah. Ugh, yeah. Like yeah. I, I will hopefully have it's made a a, two films since then you know at that from mm-hmm. that time. Like I don't want to talk about this for two years and then like you said have to wait to put my film on my own website or I have to like password protect it or something or, you know, something like that. But, um, I think I'm, I'm really, I'm really surprised that (laughs) that you got rejections. (laughs) I, I don't, I don't get it. And it just goes to show, I mean, I think it was really beautifully made film. Um, and I think it's rare that you see something that you're like, that works as, I mean, almost what, what's the runtime on it?
2: uh i don't know not 10, ten minutes so maybe? like, About like ten minutes, a long micro like short almost uh-huh.
0: <laughs> short short um those are hard it's hard to do it's hard to to yeah. move an audience in such a short amount of time um so congratulations to you and everybody Thank it was you. it was really really good yep. um and uh we'd love to keep up with what you're doing and and well, see he what doesn't you need do film next.
1: festivals he has netflix okay well no, 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 no. they, they dropped me no they, they dropped, dropped him <laughs> yeah. Netflix no, can Netflix me.
0: can go
2: kiss our ass with yeah. every, with oh, all yeah. the film festivals <laughs> they dropped everything though yeah, yeah that's yeah. true they yeah. canceled 1899 so I'm not oh, talking God, to them yeah. right now he was, yeah. I'll give you the inside
1: scoop when we're off okay yeah uh,
0: well we're gonna wrap yeah. up uh, yeah. it's too bad for everybody else you don't get to hear all the juicy <laughs> stuff uh, but thank you so much for being on the show yes, and, and we'd so love to have you back on again
2: thank you both I really appreciate you you know reaching out about the short it meant a lot of course Thanks.
0: Thanks. That was indie filmmaker Peter Ferris. Um, we're gonna have the links and everything to uh the film that we talked about, Guafi is really good. Yeah, uh, it was I'm st- really good. I am still I am I don't still get it. aghast. I don't get it. I'm still aghast. Yeah. Like I specifically stopped on this because I was like shit, that's what I'd want to see in a film festival. Yeah. Like it's a total I would, film I would, I would gladly see lose that to stuff. this movie.
1: Yeah. I yeah. would
0: be honored to lose to this movie.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: like, I'd be like, "All right, great. Well, you know, they they beat us. It was better. That's great. Yeah. Beautifully done. Mm-hmm. Bravo." Um, it's that's kind of crazy to me, and just kind of goes to show we've gotten into the whole thing about film festivals before. Are there good fests out there? Yes. Unfortunately, it seems like there's more not so great fests yeah. than there are good fests, and and it's it's become uh, it's become a business. And uh, for bigger festivals, it kind of always was a business. But indie fi- film festivals have also jumped on the corporate ban- bandwagon, if you will, in a in a sense. Look,
1: it's a business, and they got to make money, and we get that part of it. But it's you know when that becomes your entire business model, it's you kind of lose. Yeah, but it's like be um, if you lose people.
0: It's like starting a charity and not giving that money to, to yeah. the charity. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? That's that's what you're. So a charity. Well, <laughs> kind of, kind of similar, right? It's, it's, Basically, it's the blue, Cro- it's the, the Red Cross, Blue Cross, Blue I mean, yeah. Cross, Blue Shield. It's the Red Cross
1: of charities, right? Like, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah we do really amazing things. Sure you do.
1: Yeah. Um, well, they give you like actually 10%.
0: But then there's those little, there's those little, you know, organizations that actually do stuff. And mm-hmm. the, those are the kind of the fests that we, we try to stick yeah. to. Um,
1: That's why if you do, if you're on the f- fence about Film Fest, go there and then talk to the people that run it yeah and you can get a good sense of of look they'll all tell you the same line of like we don't care what it was filmed on or how many views it has or who the people are but they do and they you do. can tell they do if you have a decent bs meter then you can tell <laughs>
0: <something>. <laughs> it's working yeah um so yeah so that uh, i don't know what's going on next week well oh, actually we um we will be talking about a film that we watched called cool the barbarian not the barbarians. barbarians, the barbarians. Yeah. Plural. See, I didn't, yeah. I forgot that. Um,
1: it, Not the Justin Long film.
0: No, it was. Um, this was interesting. I would. I. I suggest watching it, and then we'll get into the details um, of it. I will say we liked this better than Barbarian. Mm-hmm. So we'll just say that. Um, Teaser. We'll probably tune we'll, in to
1: find out why. It'll
0: <laughs> we'll Probably be something else that. Uh, we watch as well, obviously. Um, but I'm going to have to go back on short of the Week and find more people uh, yeah. to talk to. Um, hopefully there is amazing cinematography and a story that gets straight to the damn point so that I uh, I don't skip over it. Yeah. I'm still aghast. That's all I can say. Mm-hmm. Those film festivals should be ashamed of themselves. Shamed of themselves. What are you even doing?
1: Yeah, seriously.
0: Why are you even here? Yeah. Shout out.
1: To To MoGraph. To
0: MoGraph. And uh, if you have a film uh, with beautiful, beautiful cinematography (laughs) and a story that gets straight to the down point, you know, let us know, and um, I'll give it a gander, and then I'll or if you
1: don't send it anyway,
0: (laughs) send it anyway, so we too can reject you like a film festival.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: And we will be back next week with our usual shenanigans. Yes.
1: Bye.